0: Revenge, Season 1, Episode 1, Pilot. Hi, and welcome to the Kowski cast. I'm Mary. And I'm Laura. And today we're going to talk about the first episode in the first season of Revenge. How are you today, Laura? I'm doing pretty well,
1: uh, considering we're both under a sheet right now. <laughs> Shh, they don't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get that really crisp sound quality. But anyway, uh, I'm really excited that we've started this project on revenge. I know that you recently finished the entire series, but I don't think I ever got past the second season, I think it was.
0: Yeah, I think for a little background, we can mention how we both discovered revenge in the first place.
1: Okay, well, the show premiered in September of 2011, and I was in my freshman year of college at that point. You were still in high school, and I knew I wanted to watch it with the family, so I think I first watched the, the pilot episode, really liked it, got home that summer, and was like, you guys, we got to really watch the show together. Yeah, and I remember we liked it
0: so much that our parents got, I think it was like a free trial trial of Hulu or Netflix or something, one of those try for a month free kind of things, and um, so that we could marathon
1: the whole first season. Yeah, that's right. I don't really remember exactly how we watched it. Again, I think someone uh, referred it to me, was watching Revenge, and I hopped on board, and then we all started watching it together. And for the second season, it came out fall two thousand and twelve. I was back in school, so we didn't watch it together. But I think it—you know—we would watch it alone and then kind of talk about it together. Yeah, I
0: think at that point probably we had—we were watching it live just on on uh, on TV when it came out. And I think that's—I think that's how we both watched the first two seasons, or I don't even know if we finished the the second season. But our whole family watched it at least the first season and a half or so. Um, we all got through some portion of the second season because I have a a really vivid memory of watching the mid-season finale at home with the rest of the family but I think we all sort of fell off the train after that and didn't really keep watching it
1: yeah it's just kind of a shame because we all really enjoyed the show but I think it was just that I was in college you were home during the summers who knows what we were doing and we just were all kind of busy and kind of just fell off after that point so you don't
0: think you ever went back and finished the show in the years after?
1: No, I know. I, I stopped at that point. haven't watched it since.
0: Yeah, neither had I until uh, just this past year, my final semester in college. I started to have some free time, and it had been bugging me for years that I hadn't finished the show. You know how, like, you kind of like to check that, you know, check shows off and check books Cross off and things. them off, thing. yes, yeah. yeah. So I tried to go back. To roughly where I knew I had left off somewhere in the second season, but it had been too long of a break that I ended up having to go back to the very beginning and starting from season one again. And I finally managed to get to a point where I knew that I hadn't seen these episodes before and they were new and somewhere around maybe season three.
1: Okay. Yeah. And you told me that the show stays pretty intense so I was. I figured it was time for me to get back on, watch them all again, so I can really cross it off my bucket list.
0: Oh yeah, I won't spoil anything while we go through this podcast, but I can say it's definitely worth watching the whole thing. Sweet. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into the pilot episode. Yeah. So for this episode, if you've all just been watching along or if you've seen the whole show before, um, we're just going to take it through and talk about one episode at a time without spoiling anything for the future. So just looking at what we're given here. Um, and, And there were several really interesting things that happened. The first of which is the show really relies heavily on the format of flashbacks and whether it be looking at things that happened just a few hours before or days before or months before, anything like that. So what did you think of the format of figuring out who Emily was and her dad and the crime and everything through
1: flashbacks. Yeah, I, I really like it. I think this show, what really had me hooked was the very beginning that opening scene when they're at the engagement party and, of course, kind of taken outside of the party on the shore, right on the beach. Uh, and, like, someone's someone's dead, we think. Yeah, we and see And that really grabs you at first. Because you're like, know, there's so, a... Cool party going on. It looks like, you know, pretty rich people out there having a party and then kinda of in the background you see that there's a crime being committed and it really grabs you, hooks you in. Yeah, it really shows you what kind of show this is going to be, that we're going
0: to be getting this high life Hamptons style show,
1: along with some sort of murder mystery. Uh-huh. Action and that. But also I just like looking at the big houses and the the Clothes and all the glitz and glam. I yeah. like that balance. It's like a Pretty Little Liars. That kind of I like looking at all the fashion. Yeah, but this also show at the same time. has
0: been sort of talked about as if it's similar to Pretty Little Liars in terms of you're told sort of upfront what is the goal, what's happening, whether it be trying to figure out who A is or or in this show trying to figure out more if, about the
1: just more about the characters in general. Yeah. So they all have their if, secrets behind. And them. And if
0: Emily can avenge her father. So so yeah, the one of the first things we see after that opening with the engagement party that flashes back to five months earlier. Uh-huh, and... And we see been... that Emily's moving into this house. So we, we know there's a character named Emily Thorne, and she's moving into a house, and then we get a bunch of flashbacks with her and her father, um, or who we're led to believe is a young girl, even though her name is Amanda, uh, but her and her father living at this house years
1: before. I don't know uh-huh. how many years, you know, 10, 11. Did you ever watch Everwood? So kind of not related, but <laughs> she... That's the main character, or the girl... uh. Is her real name Emily, Emily Emily Van Camp? Yeah,
0: Emily Van Camp. And
1: so I watched it a long time ago on ABC Family, Everwood. Do you I know, her? I she remember. She had long, straight it. hair, now she has short, like. Wasn't curly she hair. like the
0: girl? She had like a boyfriend in who the got show. in a coma. Yeah, that, right, that's right. I, she, I never really watched
1: Everwood, but I, I remember being around you while you were yes. watching. Yeah, she it. was in Everwood and then she was in some kind of soap opera and then Revenge, I believe.
0: And I think just throughout <clears throat> this whole episode, I really think that they, the actress. Does a great job of both, oh, hi, I'm Emily, I'm just a... Super you know, sweet Wabby. little girl. Yeah, and then also, then immediately someone leaves the scene and her face drops. Uh-huh. And she's like, mm, I'm gonna get you. Uh-huh. So, I I really like the actress. Uh... And we, we get a lot from this first episode having to do with, like, the double infinity, and you uh-huh. see it carved, um, and you also see that she has a tattoo on her wrist mm-hmm. of the double infinity sign, and... All of that, and I, I, I get how that's sort of a sweet thing between her and her dad. I always thought it was a little cheesy with the whole... I love, I love you, you. Infinity
1: times, times infinity. infinity. Yeah. yeah, But, um... but So, that- well, well, so, she's standing outside on the porch. She rubs her hand over the uh, the railing, and it shows that symbol. And then they do a flashback where she's a little girl with her dad on that same porch or whatever, and he draws the infinity times infinity in the sand. So it shows you that this girl's not coming across this house for the first time.
0: Right, even though that's what she's
1: acting like. Oh, yeah, she's acting like, oh, yeah, I love this house. Oh, this is pretty. But you know, this is all on purpose. She has a reason for everything, which I love. You know that, like, you're like, what is, is this unintentional? No, everything is intentional.
0: And a lot of this episode where we get the flashbacks with Emily, and I guess for... For the sake of this podcast, let's call her Emily, just because it's easier to be going forward. So that's the name that she's given. Um, We get a lot of flashbacks spread out throughout the episode of her and her father, and their relationship, and then eventually him getting arrested and taken away from her, her going to juvie, getting out of juvie. And just to compact all that right now, we can see that her life clearly she had a lot of ups and downs Uh um and in going to juvie and we don't know yet why she was there but we see her getting out um when she was emancipated so i assume that 18 maybe um when nolan gives
1: her the box with all of the diaries in it and and the picture so he's waiting outside when she gets out of juvie Mm -hmm. and he mentions her dad and She's not happy. She's like, my dad was a murderer, blah, blah, blah. So she's kind of... Still believes all she that, She yeah. believes that her dad was this horrible person. And, and then he's like, no, wait, look into the box. And that kind of shows her that, hey, your dad was actually framed. Yeah, in the box, all of
0: his diaries are telling her, oh, what you must do is you must have forgiveness. Oh, yeah. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, that's not something I can do.
1: No. Oh, and then Nolan says, that your dad just died like what, six weeks ago or something, something like, like that? that. It was ridiculous. Literally, right before she got out.
0: And I think that's one of the saddest things about this show is the fact that whether or not she believed that her father was a murderer or not, he died before she could ever, Did they talk ever to say. Did you ever say
1: how she he died? Was that later in the show?
0: I don't remember right off the top, just because I know that I powered through this show really I'm just fast. Thinking, was but...
1: it an illness? Was he attacked? Was he I don't know. Okay. Like I said, I'm not going to give any
0: spoilers right now for what happens I can't even
1: remember. Gosh, it's been so long.
0: But we can also see all of the work that she's clearly put in over the past... I don't really know how old she is. Maybe somewhere in her mid-20s right now. 24, 25, 26. So over the past, you know, four to eight years, she's clearly put in a lot of work to become a successful socialite who has... Uh uh, She was given money from Nolan, obviously, but she's got all of these projects that she's done she said that she met um the character ashley volunteering at the met because she likes to
1: give back so yeah i really wonder that doing that. when she started this whole revenge thing was it right after she got out of juvie or did she spend a lot of time just kind of uh realizing what was going on after juvie and then deciding to it's yeah, she decided... it's hard to
0: tell how long it took for her to start this path and start changing her identity and and all that because from this first episode, we know that she changed her identity at some point because when she gets out at Juvie, Nolan comes up to her and calls her Amanda, and then later on when he sees her again, she goes, No, Amanda Clark doesn't exist. I'm Emily now. Yeah. So huh. we don't know exactly how that happened, but we know she spent some time doing this, and I think the show is sort of taking off right when she has actually moved to the Hamptons and is putting her plans into action, whether or not she's put laid some groundwork. And there were some hints dropped throughout this episode that I mean, clearly, we're probably leading to believe that her meeting with Ashley was probably not a coincidence that she oh, knew no. she needed yeah. to get close to someone who was close to Victoria. And also, potentially, something to do with Lydia and her husband and their breakup could have potentially been... had something to do with Emily. It's hard to tell. We don't know that yet. True. All we know is that Lydia's husband left her for a woman half her age. Is that, That's all they said
1: Uh uh-huh yeah so the very beginning when she's looking at house she kind of looks over to the big mansion and she acts like I don't I don't know who Who lives lives there (laughs) and the realtor's like oh yeah it's the
0: it's the Grayson's Grayson's. oh the (laughs) Grayson's
1: Victoria Grayson yeah girl we see you and then Grayson or not Grayson Victoria is standing out on her little lookout tower looking right at her and the the way they—I know we talked about this before—the way they cut it, it makes it look like, like Victoria, Victoria can see her is yeah. like feet away, but really, it looks pretty far. They're pretty far. So, I'm not
0: sure exactly. Maybe she's got binoculars. That's gonna there.
1: say they show those binoculars or a telescope.
0: So we're introduced to a lot of characters throughout this episode that we're led to believe are probably going to be pretty important later, and it looks like some of which Emily knew as a child back when she was Amanda, specifically Nolan and jack porter
1: well actually i don't know if she she knew knew nolan Nolan. but nolan knew her father she yeah she didn't meet nolan until right after um when she got out of juvie and that's another thing that he drives up right when she gets out i guess
0: he knew i don't know yeah maybe he i mean he's not really her guardian but it's hard to tell also how much older nolan is than her because they look roughly the same age the actors are probably pretty similar age but he he's probably only a well, you would have to think, she her father was taken away from her when she was, I don't know, somewhere between 9 and 11, it looks like. And he must have been 18 or so, probably, at that time, if if her father had been investing in Nolan's company before he was, you know, accused of this crime. True. So, so he could be even,
1: like, 10 years older than her. Somewhere, yeah, pr-
0: sorry, minimum of 6, maximum of maybe 10 years older than her. But So he's a bit older, but... So Nolan it doesn't seem to really have too many friends. He's kind of... <laughs> Got I don't know interesting look to him. That's one thing I know about this show is that Nolan his look changes throughout the show. Does it remind you of like
1: Chuck Bass? Who's Chuck Bass? In, uh, what's that show? Show with Blake Lively, Uh, Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. So he's like the fashionable kind of odd guy. Maybe. And kind of annoying at times. Yeah, he's...
0: But not only annoying. But one Chuck ends with, this... like,
1: Blair, and so he's different than Nolan. But this episode makes him seem almost <clears throat> almost creepy, like, suspicious,
0: when he's all, I could be as big of an enemy as any one of them. But he just seems kind of like an indignant child. I don't know.
1: Yeah, why is he all like this when... He was just a guy that had a startup. A successful startup. Yeah, basically.
0: He's young, and why is young he not Eastern. in Silicon Valley? <laughs>
1: why is he in the I Hamptons? Know. I don't know. That's not... That's not, like, where startups are. Anyway. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, so we just know that he owns some kind of tech company, but we don't even really know what it is yet. And we see him filming people at a party, and he's using, like, a flip camera. I just think
1: that's funny. Yeah, she's uh, it it is. A little bit.
0: And so <clears throat> he is one of the people that she meets, and we we talked about Ashley before, who seems to be a... Assistant, slash she party has an planner. Accent.
1: It's like she's British. I think
0: she is. I think she. Yeah, I think she's from the Graysons. Yeah, the Graysons. But so they seem to be friends, and there's this really funny sentence where Ashley is bringing like housewarming presents or whatever to Emily after she's just rented out this beach house where her father used to live, and. She's talking about planning this party for Mrs. Grayson, and Emily's like, "Oh, put me down for one of the ten thousand dollar tickets." And then, like, one sentence later, Emily is telling Ashley, "We should go get drunk on cheap margaritas." And I'm like, you can clearly afford expensive margaritas. Pay
1: I'll a ticket, that's... you can afford a ten thousand dollar ticket, but you can't afford a ten dollar marg. Yeah, really. got to get a? <laughs>
0: Although I don't blame her. Cheap margaritas are pretty good. Honestly, stuff.
1: though, what is a cheap margarita? Maybe she's like a cheap margarita is like twenty dollars. I don't know. Who knows? But <laughs> so it's it's hard to tell exactly
0: what Ashley. Davenport's, what her job is. I don't know if she's an assistant to Victoria specifically or if she just plans parties in that area and she's hired by Victoria right now to plan this party. Kind of hard to tell but I I like Ashley so far. I heard her outfits are really cute (laughs) mostly. (laughs) The clothing in this show in general is just great. Uh, Victoria's outfits are always these sort of like skin hugging but very I don't know stiff looking (laughs) Outfits and
1: showing off her body, yeah. She's got curves. And outfit, I know that rising. I look up what the actress actually looks like because I feel like the hair is fake. I think she's wearing like, a Madeline way, like,
0: Stowe, who plays Victoria Grayson. Grayson, she's it's very, very pale and then
1: very jet black yeah, she has hair, she really dark hair It's long. I feel like the real actress doesn't look like that. I've but, never looked it
0: up, but I have always, it sort of always bothers me. Her hair, it just seems sort of like it's.
1: I don't know, like, it's not...
0: Well, it's also, like, not brushed right. Like, there's always these little loose strands. Yeah. If it is a wig, that might just be part of that. True. So... So, the whole thing with Emily and Ashley, I wonder if their relationship was just a setup to get closer to Victoria. You would think it is. Maybe it's a coincidence, but I think this is one of those shows where it's kind of... There are no coincidences. You know, everything happens for a reason.
1: Yeah. Did they say they... Oh, you already said they met. They met volunteering at the Met. In, that last summer? Uh, or, or maybe the year Oh, Maybe it was in maybe the winter.
0: It's... I don't know how long they've known each other, but probably not more than a year or so. And um, Anyway, so besides Ashley and Nolan, the other new characters we see are Jack Porter and his father and then his younger brother, Declan. Um, Which is, I don't know why that name always kind of cracked me up. Jack Declan.
1: Like, Jack yeah. is a very typical, just, my name's Jack. And then Declan is something that you wouldn't. Yeah, hear about. I didn't know. And
0: we, we don't know anything in this first episode about either Jack or Declan or Emily's mothers. We don't see anything about their mothers yes. at all. The only mom we see in this is Victoria Grayson. And. Yeah. But, but on, on, talking about Jack, I don't know, what do you think of Jack, just in
1: terms of the first episode? Uh, what, like, how attractive he is? Well, I mean, I, I don't think he's really my type.
0: No, I mean, he's very, you know, he seems like a nice guy, though, his, uh, the dog, oh, Sammy, another important character, Sammy the dog, who is, uh, young Amanda Clark's dog that I guess, I I guess Jack has now, so it's, it's her dog, but when she was taken away... I think she gave the dog to Jack at some point but so Jack has this dog Sammy which we were also talking about I mean this dog's got to be 10 12 years old at this Uh point um but the dog runs and and sees Emily and jumps on her and Jack is all you know I I think she's holding a, a dress and a garment bag or something and maybe he gets muddy prints on it or something but Jack says oh you know go go to the dry cleaner and tell him the Jack Porter sent you and we'll make sure it's covered and She gets kind of awkward and is like, oh, oh, no, and walks away. But he just seems like a nice guy.
1: Well, first she's like, Sammy? And I whispers that, thinking, oh, is this Sammy? So does she not know that? No, she definitely knows that's Jack I think she does know it's Jack. I think
0: he just, she doesn't know how to act right now around him. And she does not want him to know it's her. Right, and because we can tell that Jack is clearly still holding a candle for Amanda, Mm -hmm. he named his boat
1: the Amanda.
0: Amanda. Um, And that's a whole other side plot
1: of of Jack. So Jack's about to go. When we see him, he's in his dad's bar, uh, bar, restaurant bar thing. The stowaway. The stowaway, right on the edge of the water. And talking about how Jack is about to go on this big voyage, boating around. No, he's,
0: He's going to Haiti to help out. After some earthquake that uh, happened, like I he on an Adventure. <laughs> no, he's that's what I'm saying. He's a nice guy. He's wow. Been, and he man. said that he wanted to go right after the earthquake to help out at Haiti, but his dad talked him into sticking around
1: to help out with the bar for a bar, while. Yeah. So he's like outside on his boat, and then Nolan's trying to buy it, right? And he's yeah. like, "It's not for sale. I'm about to go out and go to Haiti." I don't know why Nolan wants to buy the boat, but and we
0: see at the end of the episode um, when. Mr. Porter needs money for the bar that Jack decides to sell the boat to Nolan. And we don't really see that exchange, but we see him call Nolan and say, hey, do you want the boat?
1: Yeah, it's kind of implied. So it's, it's implied sad. that he's going to sell
0: it. And it just shows what a great guy Jack is
1: for... When he hears that something's not right with his dad in the store and he, or the, the yeah, bar, he's so quick his life to... to do that. Yeah. What well, yeah. a good guy. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I should... Maybe I'll uh, reconsider. But, you know, when talking
0: about Jack... And comparing him to the other people in this show, just on face value, you meet Jack, you meet Daniel Grayson. Who's your pick?
1: Oh gosh. I mean, Daniel Grayson off the looks. Come on. He that is, guy is he's cute. very cute. He's very cute. Uh, but he's more of a business
0: party guy. party yeah. guy,
1: business guy, looks kind of clean cut. Jack's got like a mustache, longer hair, longer hair. Not is. wearing the plaid and the jeans but yeah
0: but i mean different different life you know this is someone who lived by the docks versus someone who lives in grayson manor and and we're introduced actually to charlotte grayson the daughter uh-huh. of victoria and conrad oh, that name i don't know why i always want to call him conrad Con- <laughs> conrad grayson victorian um conrad. and and the other thing about conrad is that he just when you see victoria and conrad together i i like, i always thought like I mean, Conrad just looks like an average guy, and then you've got Victoria with her long hair and her... I hair. think
1: Conrad looks pretty cute for an older guy. Well,
0: he, I'm not saying he's not attractive, I just think he looks more normal. I don't know. He doesn't seem like an imposing figure as much as Victoria does.
1: Yeah. But... I guess that's true. That's part of her. I mean, Victoria thing. really
0: does yeah, have that sort of regal,
1: mm-hmm. high-class My look about Victoria. her. Victoria, it's like Queen Victoria. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and they call her Queen Victoria a lot. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, so we see Charlotte, or as Conrad calls her, Charlie. Charlie. Um, but yeah, Charlotte Grayson, and she seems, I don't know, Declan's age. They both seem under 21, but we're not, somewhere yeah, in high school. Yeah, definitely maybe, under 21. 17, 18, somewhere in that range. And we see that she's just sort of wants to party and sneak out of the house and swim, and she keeps trying to get alcohol, and it doesn't seem to ever really work. And then Daniel comes home from. She's like,
1: did she say Danny? Danny's home. Danny's home. When yeah. you see him driving up in his convertible or, like, Porsche or whatever. I don't know. But he's, he's home for the summer. Or or I guess this is kind of their summer home, though, right? Yeah, I think so they're this all, is like, their, moving back.
0: I think they probably don't normally live here. I think this show generally just takes place
1: during the summer. During the summers, okay. Gotcha. In the Hamptons. So he's home from, what, business? Harvard Business School, right? I think so.
0: I, yeah, I don't know why I had Harvard business, Law School in my head, but I'm pretty sure it's Harvard. I think Maybe it's, it's Business school.
1: school. I'm not sure. Sure, we can look that up.
0: <laughs> Rewatch <laughs> like, the we're first. Not, we're not here for the facts. We're just here to they comment need on to know it. the <laughs> yeah, have it. But we we get the feeling that he's following in his father's footsteps. Mm-hmm. And 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 there's something that we hear through Ashley, who sort of serves as our introduction to all the characters because she's telling she Emily. She married, Yeah. yeah she's, she's like. She's like, oh, he he wrapped his car around a tree last summer because he was a big partier. And he was with some waitress, and supposedly something happened to the waitress. They paid the waitress off? Like... or They paid the, the court off so that Daniel wouldn't be charged with anything. Something like that, so I assume we'll hear more about that later. We haven't really gotten a whole lot
1: on that, but... I mean, it's, it's not surprising. A rich, young boy, kind of goofing around, doesn't really have any a care in the world, and just wrecks his car.
0: Yeah, yeah, and... I don't know. I mean, I think Daniel's okay, but I think when you stack up him and Jack, I think Jack just has such more moral character.
1: He does, but he's not as rich. Okay.
0: (laughs) If that's what we're going for.
1: (laughs) Well, Emily now, she's rich. Yeah, she's,
0: I guess that it would make more sense for her to be with someone like Daniel. But, anyway. But, so we know that, we know that Daniel has clearly dated someone in the past. Do we think that Jack has ever dated anyone?
1: I could... I could see him dating
0: like a small town girl. I just I don't mention it in this episode, so I don't know, but I i could also believe that he just has spent his whole life sort of working with his dad and taking care of his brother and we don't see his mom in the picture, so we know that he's had a lot of responsibility growing up mm. and
1: Yeah, that's true. Ooh, and this kinda of reminds me of like a Star Wars take where you know What does this have to do with Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying in the very beginning you see it's Daniel's and Emily's engagement party. And they rewind, and you're seeing oh how, Emily they, how they meet and everything yeah how they meet and so okay, like for I, see Wars, that, I see what you're talking I about talking about how like Darth Vader like you know that little Anakin turns into Darth Vader we and don't that, know how I don't know how I love those I love those kind of shows movies books the whole time you're just like I know what's gonna happen in the end but that's not even the the crazy part what's What's crazy is how we get there. How you get there, yeah. Okay, it I, mean I, I crazy, see what saying, but, but well, how, what, And and that is
0: that is something that's that's kind of interesting about this format of flashbacks. Is yeah, we do know that Emily and Daniel are getting engaged, and we do know that her and it's Victoria. It's like a love story. Right there. Okay, well, what I'm just saying, we we know that, and yet when we flash back, we're introduced to Emily meeting Daniel, and we're introduced to Emily meeting Jack. And you know, just by the fact that it's a show, that there's gonna be some sort of love, love triangle, right. <laughs> and so but there's no i don't know does it take away the suspense knowing where it's going to end up or is it we're now we're trying to figure out how they get there in these number of episodes and i don't remember if this what we saw at the beginning is the season finale or the mid-season finale i'm not sure we'll have to we'll have to see as we go through this yeah now i'm
1: trying to think like did they say did they really say 5 months earlier mm-hmm, 5 months so but right now it's the beginning of the summer? Well, the okay, so they, the no, the they,
0: said, they said five months earlier, and then they showed Emily moving it or talking to the realtor, and I think it was supposed to be fall at that point. I don't think, I think they fall? show I think they show her talking to her. Yeah, because remember, she was standing outside, and people were saying, oh, it's too cold to go in the water and stuff. Or not, sorry, fall. Spring, spring. Yeah, spring. yeah, I was going to say spring. Sorry. Yeah, I, spring. Not, not small. But I, so maybe it was, you know, March, April around that time, and then maybe we sort of, we even though they don't say we flash forward months, maybe sort of the next couple of minutes of the episode are kind of shuffling through until we get to now. It's the beginning of the summer. Because we see it's the Memorial Day party. Oh. On the boat. Yeah. So, when's Memorial Day? May? Mm, That's when all the pools start opening. Yes, I think it's May, May, June. June. Somewhere in May. Wow. So, I think at this point we're assuming it's going to be only another two, three months before the engagement party. It's a quick engagement! Well we gotta put the show in the summer, so, <laughs> you know, that's when that it happens.
1: quick. So, you you talk about have they meet and run into each other? Oh, gosh, the meet cute, yeah. Yeah, I, <sighs> it's totally coincidental, right? Oh, yeah, you definitely
0: don't act, I mean, have you ever spilled your drink over someone's shoulder like that? I mean, there's one thing to, like, oh. dropping it, like, on their pants or something by accident when you're just in a crowd, but it wasn't even that Well,
1: crowd. they weren't even, like, walking and passing each other. Dana was on the edge of the boat, there was no going forward for him. Yeah, but and guess, so she you know, just know, like basically girl. runs into him. Ah, be, she th- got the tide, the the rough boat. You know, they're docked, docked. <laughs> oh gosh, I fell. I think it was more of, God, drink all of
0: she was pretty enough to pass for. Her. You know, he turns around and looks at her instead of yelling. He goes, "Oh, oh, it's okay, it's okay.
1: Yeah, I'll take this jacket off. Yeah, take it off."
0: Well, the other thing is, when you're rich, I mean, there's sort of two ways of looking at it. It's probably an expensive coat, so I could understand why you'd be mad. But also, he's so rich that doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, like whatever. You know, you just buy another one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was a cute moment, I guess. And you see them talking, and and he's drinking water because i guess we're led to believe that since that incident last summer he's not partying but right before she shows up you see he's talking to a friend or something and the friend is saying who should we spice this up and he holds out something and this is how much of a novice i am i don't know what kind of drug it was but yeah some some sort of seemed some like some kind of capsule of something i didn't see what it was yeah but it looks like i i mean i don't know would daniel have taken it or not had emily not shown up maybe she saved him from a life of <laughs> From going downhill again. Yeah, something like that. Oh, gosh. But yeah, they talk for a while, and it seems like they're getting along well until the end of the party when Victoria shows up and says, Daniela, I'm expecting you home soon. I'm like, yeah. he's an adult. Does he need to? I don't know. Yeah, what? really. He's. In I guess if he's. Then... Well, if he's in grad school, right? Harvard Business oh, School, yeah. that's probably. He's an
1: adult. He's, yeah, he's totally probably 25, 26, somewhere. I don't know how Come old Come home. Is. It's past your bedtime. I don't know. We totally skipped all of Lydia.
0: Oh, well, I was going to get to that. Okay. Yeah, the actual plot of the episode. But just that was mostly setting up all of the different characters we're introduced oh, yeah. to and, and everything. But but yeah, so the, the main plot of this episode is centered around Lydia Davis. Well, like each, you kind of can tell each episode might be a new person uh-huh. that she, she can, can. So, anyway so she's got, Emily has got this picture of some sort of party, and it's a Grace and Global party. For the company because that's the company her dad used to work for, and there's all these people in there, and we see at some point in the show is a flashback of her watching a video of Lydia Davis, who at the time was her father's step, oh what am I saying step, um secretary uh-huh. yeah so her father's secretary Lydia Davis who testified against him mm-hmm. and she believes the hair though by the way oh the bangs yeah <laughs> Lydia Davis's hair in that flashback was not not oh, the yikes. most I think they were just trying to make her look younger. I no, don't.
1: but just because you're younger doesn't mean that you gotta look worse. <laughs> I don't know. She looks
0: good now. Yeah, she does look pretty good now. So they show her testifying against him, and based on the diary entries, I think we're led to believe that that was a false uh, Test- statement. Yeah. Testimony. Test- yeah. yeah, testimony. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking for that word. And so the plot of this episode is mostly. She's either covering her
1: back, or the Graysons told her to. told her to do that, something like
0: that. Anyway,
1: she screwed over her father. Her father, yeah. So we see
0: throughout this episode interactions between Lydia and Emily and also interactions between Lydia and Victoria. And it starts out where we know that Lydia has gotten a separation or divorce, I think just separation, from her um, husband. David. David? No. David's. Michael? Michael. <laughs> I was going to say David is Emily's father. So yeah, Michael. So her and Michael have been separated and therefore they're putting the beach house up for rent and that's why Emily's renting it and I think Michael is threatening to sell it. And Lydia is yeah. afraid that one of the other, I think she says vultures or something <laughs> like that, is going to take the house because it's great location right next to... Victoria, Grace which is kind of interesting when you think about it. So Lydia has been living in this house that used to be David Clark's next yeah. door to Victoria. And it's kind of weird. You wonder, was that some perk of testifying against him? Was that she got the house? Or I don't know. That's interesting.
1: It yeah, kind of, I it, didn't even think about, think about that, but it totally makes sense. And then Emily, she goes outside on the water and doesn't Lydia run by?
0: I think yeah, Lydia or walks by while Emily's standing out there looking like she's gonna get ready to swim. swim.
1: And, and so she, they both meet each other for the first time because Emily doesn't know who she is, but really she does. Yeah, and and then we well see she plays me. off dumb. She's like, "Oh hi," and then Lydia says, "Oh, are you the the, the renter? renter?" And this is my I'm the owner. Yeah. So <laughs> Lydia kind of
0: seems kind of like a woman who is just trying to cling on to her good standing in the social circles Mm -hmm. even though she's going through this sort of scandal with her separation from her husband um, who has left her for a younger woman and I guess we're led to believe her husband lives maybe in New York City now I don't know not at the Hamptons and so Victoria though is Lydia's best friend Mm -hmm. and from what I can tell at the beginning of this episode it seems pretty genuine they seem to be genuine friends because
1: there's like a auction that they're gonna have at the Memorial Day party right, right and so, to off So, off there and they're all talking about the different things that'll we'll auction off and Lydia's like, Well as long as you don't auction off the Van Gogh that, that I like the one I gave you. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's, she's like, like oh, oh no, I
0: would never do that. Like Most it. importantly because of our sentimental, you know, reasons for keeping it. Our friendship. <laughs> uh, so this, this is foreshadowing. Just, it's just one of these situations where you go, Who do you have more loyalty to your best friend, or
1: da da And well, it's kind of interesting. I feel like Victoria is so she'd wear the pants in any kind of relationship. She'd wear the pants with her relationship with Grace of uh, Conrad. Mm-hmm. She. Uh, it's just Lydia seems so much more down to earth than. Just a regular girl, and Victoria's all... Oh, it's, Are it's you like saying, a,
0: why do you think they're friends? Or? Yeah,
1: like their friendship. I feel like it would be... Well, I'd, I'd be know. intimidated to be friends with Victoria. Yeah, but but I think also the the parts of this episode where
0: Victoria was least intimidating was when she was having genuine conversations with Lydia and seemed to be friends with her. You know, you saw that it's Victoria... It kind of shows her other side. Right, and, and you saw that Victoria stood up for Lydia... When the other women were sort of being like, "Oh, I heard that you and Michael broke up and stuff," and, true, and she comforted her, and so I think that that was I like, I like they were
1: genuine friends. I feel like Victoria's a good person to have as your friend, but a horrible person to have on your bad side. Oh, yeah. Like she'll well, stick up for you, she'll she, treat you well, oh, yeah. she'll get you into all the parties, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the one time, when, once you cross her, there's no going back. Yeah, and I think that's really where this where this goes downhill because
0: what we see is Emily sort of taking pictures and creeping behind and we see pictures of Lydia and Conrad who are together together dun, dun, dun. making out in a window in a hotel or the, or the, the South Fork Inn
1: <laughs> and
0: so most of this has to do with
1: but how did she know they were in the South Fork Inn? I again we're did not they, given this
0: they... I would assume this is sort of something she knew before she came to town somehow she had done some research maybe she had been in new york and saw conrad meeting up with lydia you never know but it's just research she's done maybe she's been stalking lydia for a long time because for whatever reason lydia is the first person she decides to go after as opposed to coming to town and going straight after victoria she wants to get get rid
1: of their like like
0: social circle yeah yeah their pawns, pawns
1: before you get rid of the queen but like lydia what in the world is she thinking Why would you go and have an affair with your best friend's husband? Well, that's what I'm saying. She didn't have an affair with someone else. What
0: is... Yeah, and and you look at it from Conrad's point of view, too, is he clearly knew that that was his wife's best friend. And and later on, when Victoria discovers the affair, it doesn't even seem... Faces her, really. She's like, don't do it again. Yeah, she just says, don't do it again. And I wonder, do we think that that's because she seems to care much more about appearances of being a happy family, much more than actually being a happy family. Yeah. Um
1: like but, you never really see a whole lot of but what's the perk? What's the incentive for Lydia to have an affair with Conrad for over Either else? it's
0: fun. Is he giving those really bad? And and we don't know if this is a recent thing either. No. Because they've been it doing be... this for years. Well, that's why she lives beside them, probably. Maybe. Yeah, we don't know. Um, and
1: that's what we to to know that, do know
0: that I don't know. We don't know if that factored into when Michael left her.
1: It's hard to say. But I think that... Yeah, who came first? And Michael start didn't he? He was leaving her for a younger woman. Which you do you think that they were having a, like he was having affair with a younger woman? I don't know. She was I, having I an think affair with the Conrad. way I look
0: at it is she's all th- a lot of these couples are not really happy, and they're all just together for social reasons. And so, she, I mean, Lydia never really seems that upset that Michael has left her. She but seems she's seems- more upset that her social standing has gone down because she's in a separation. Yeah.
1: But do you think that what Conrad and her had was real love? Like they, or I don't know, are they just using each other because Victoria's not giving Conrad what he wants, Conrad's not giving Victoria what she wants, and then it's hard questions. to say.
0: It's hard to say, and I think maybe more will be discovered in other episodes. But basically, what happens in this episode is Emily manages to poison I don't know, put something in Conrad's soup. To make him have the appearance of having a heart attack, he gets rushed to the hospital. She manages to run into Lydia
1: out in the parking lot. Oh my
0: gosh, is that your husband? Yeah, do you need a ride? To the hospital. And Lydia just sort of pieces out, (sighs) and Victoria ends up finding Conrad in the hospital. Sort of. There were just sketchy
1: circumstances. Well, because she like said he was going golfing. golfing. Then she sees the robe from the South Fork Inn, which is way in the opposite direction Well, of and, it, and it
0: seemed like she was sort of buying it that he wanted to stay out of her way and, well, he, and, oh, yeah, he and said, go well, get lunch. But yeah.
1: having a robe is a whole other thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, he said, well, you were all caught up in the party planning, and I wanted to give you some space, so I went golfing. And then I went down to the dr- – oh, I had a long drive. I went down to get, to get lunch at the club and then why was he wearing a robe. But she could have easily said, Oh yeah, I was in the sauna but but did they already say that he had a heart attack in his room? I don't know. I mean he'd be lying on lying lie it, yeah. it's lies and lies and lies. Well so and and, this then, point, and that's where she really says matter. don't
0: do it again and so I think so from that point. And she grabs him, he's like don't do it again. Which is kind of intimidating. But yeah But I think I think that point shows she knows that he had an affair and she just tells him don't do it again because she doesn't want to get caught in a scandal more so than she cares that he actually did it she's it's kind of like this has happened before yeah possibly it's not the first time but she doesn't know as of now who it was and she doesn't find out until later when she's Mm -hmm. talking with emily on the boat and emily sees lydia and goes oh hi lydia and lydia goes hi And, and victoria's saying oh how do you two know each other and she said oh we met on the beach and then emily says oh and again when your husband got taken away at the South Park and that's when and that's when Victoria it clicks she puts the pieces together because Lydia had been avoiding Victoria but it didn't seem like Victoria knew why she was just like oh Lydia let's talk like didn't seem like Lydia or Victoria knew at that point until Mm -hmm. after Emily said it so and we see Emily cross off on the picture with a red sharpie cross off
1: uh well Lydia Lydia didn't even try to be like oh but she could have handled the whole situation so much differently. From the beginning, she could have said to Emily in the parking lot, Oh, that's not my husband. Like, I know him. He's family friend, and I was with him for a meeting. I, I don't know. She just yeah, could, she have, could have... She well, played I mean, so
0: stupid, like, so and dumb. And the She's second like, that he oh, goes to the hospital, uh, Lydia could have called Victoria and said, Victoria, oh my gosh, I yes. was at the South Fork Inn conrad passed out after eating something you know what like she just
1: froze she didn't even try i mean it's good because in the end the truth comes out and... but,
0: but hiding from something i mean i'm not trying to i'm not trying to advise our listeners on like how best to get away with cheating but i'm just saying i think coming out and in, in communicating with victoria and being honest that you were there with him probably comes off as a lot less suspicious than not telling her and being maybe she wanted later. to get
1: caught and, I don't well know. i guess everybody can't be so smart and sneaky and stealthy. Ste- stealthy? Stealthy. What would you say? Selfie? No, I I know the word. <laughs> stealthy. Stealthy, yeah.
0: And, and so that was the main... It would be th- a long
1: show if Lydia was smarter oh, and yeah. went right to Victoria. But Victoria, in, in, in the end, Victoria would have caught on. Probably. She's smart enough.
0: And she... So basically, Victoria, while, while Lydia doesn't really get attacked or anything, Victoria kind of bans her from the Hamptons, and she well, said, she makes well, an announcement well, saying... Well, first
1: they go to the, uh, when they're at the party, with the Memorial Day party auction. She uh, gives away the Van Gogh. Yeah, Victoria goes up there and, oh, this is the thing we're bidding, video- or, I don't know, I, I was kind of confused about that whole thing. I think what she said, it? so it they was gonna it be, away? they were gonna
0: be giving away a Monet, or it was an auction, like a, you know, I'm guessing a silent auction kind of thing, and it sounds like Lydia won the auction, whether or not Lydia actually won, or they just said Lydia won the auction, um, she ends up sending her home with her own painting. Yeah. And
1: then she, Victoria's, like, plays escort her off the boat, like, tells her security guys, and then she... She makes an
0: announcement saying that, that the house has been up for sale now,
1: which I guess is good for Emily. Emily's moving
0: in. And it sounds like she said, you know, oh, I think that Lydia... This is
1: Lydia's last weekend in the Hamptons. Yeah. So, at least, right now, Lydia... Or, I guess... What I'm trying to say is, Emily didn't need to kill Lydia No, she just to wanted to revenge. ruin her life. Yeah. I think that's really the point here. Yeah, and Emily didn't really do anything. She didn't really have to do... It was all... She set up the reveal so that Victoria is the one that actually did the the damaging part for Lydia. Like right. Emily didn't have to put any yeah, bad in, blood in on her. In this her. first episode,
0: Emily really doesn't have a whole lot of suspicion around her. She didn't really do much.
1: She's played kind of dumb and... Oh, what's your... Right. okay. She just was made sure she was in the right place at the right time. And we
0: see from the end of the episode where you see, the last thing we see is Victoria calling uh, someone, some sort of security or something, and she says, I want you to find out everything you can about a young oh, woman named Emily Thorne. Yeah. So we know that she's suspicious of her, but I might just be more of a routine person who lives next door, let's check up on, you know, Victoria wants to know mm-hmm. everything about
1: everyone. Well, a couple other things I wanted to note. the very The very end when Emily's in her her house and then nolan comes kind of scares her at first it acts like at first she acts like she doesn't know who he is right or that's what i kind of picked up no maybe he doesn't
0: know who she is until he is looking at pictures that or video he had taken on the boat and he recognizes her
1: Uh, and he comes in he goes
0: oh i almost didn't recognize you and she says what do you want yeah amanda and she says what do you want actually she like shoves him up against the wall because Uh she doesn't want people to hear that he's calling her amanda and he, she says, you know, Amanda doesn't exist anymore. So wait, she says that to him
1: at this point, not when he picks her up from Juvie.
0: No, when he picks her up from Juvie, she hasn't
1: changed her identity at that yeah. point. Yeah, and okay. she still has the, the black hair. The black hair, which then she goes blonde. And let me tell you, she looks. Great. I mean, she's probably a natural blonde. Well, her eyebrows are. Well, doesn't that doesn't mean it. who the actress? I think yeah. the actress is a natural blonde. She's blonde. I've never but seen her. With maybe I hair should hair. go blonde. Maybe she looks great blonde. A little. Transformation? Maybe Transformation Tuesday?
0: Yeah, you've never cut your hair more than, like, two inches, so I don't think okay. that you would
1: ever uh, sun in. I do be sun gutsy in. enough for that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but anyway, I guess she didn't see Nolan at the party? Because she acts like that they're meeting for the first time, kind of, but yet the flashbacks, you know they met back when she got out of juvie. Now, he looks just different been trying too. to avoid him. He was kind of...
0: Yeah, he had, he had like, a mustache or... A like his beard. hair was, mm-hmm. like, darker, too. It was. It was darker, and it was shorter it was just sort of different he's got these big elfy ears also that are sticking out of his <laughs> hair and his ha- well it was mostly when he was wearing that hat that it just looks silly ouch i know so
1: he kind of says like i'll help you get revenge and she says like, uh-uh. i don't want it i'm a, a one man
0: show i don't need no help from anybody i'm an yeah. independent
1: woman <laughs> and then the last thing too the watch when does that come right so play? she
0: she has a watch which i'm which i'm assuming was maybe in the box. And she's standing on the pier, looking at the back of the watch, and it says, to David, love Victoria, something about until forever, I'll be with you forever, something I like think that. says like,
1: David, until forever, Victoria. Victoria and all it says.
0: So that's the first time that we really see from this episode, clearly David had some sort of intimate
1: relationship with, with Victoria. Victoria, which is kind of making me think, oh, Victoria doesn't even really love Grayson anymore. They're just together strictly for, for status parents, reasons. Right. So it's like... When she finds out that he's had an affair with Lydia, she's just like don't do it again But maybe like, in her heart is because she really liked Well it's hard David. and we so we see this conversation or maybe you know, the whole setup. Like, I don't know. Well,
0: we see this conversation between Victoria and Conrad and it's after After the party, after the fight with Lydia, where Victoria basically says, "Why did you sleep with him? You knew it was my closest friend and all that." Her, why did you sleep sleep with with her? Lydia, you could've done anybody, but you chose my closest friend. And and that's when he basically says, "Oh well, you kind of you owe me one because I did everything for our family. You know the sacrifice I've made for our family years and years ago." And she says, "You know, I had to condemn a." Innocent man. Mm. And so we know, what we know so far is clearly the Grayson's did something. Clearly they're responsible for something, whether it be 100% the taking down of Flight
1: 197.
0: 197?
1: I Uh, I don't know the number. But, but so David's kind of been charged with being, what, the person that
0: funded the money, I think, to, funded the... The uh, terrorist organization that took down the plane, or something. And this is 9-11, right? No, I oh, I don't think oh. it's really I think it's a fictional uh, plane that was a similar type of thing, though. Cause they showed
1: and like, there a were two hundred burning. Oh, I was there that, were
0: two hundred and some, um, two hundred and some Casual? people people who all died on the flight. Oh, so that was a made up thing. I think so. I don't think it was a real. I should look it up. Flight. I think it was one ninety seven. But we, from this conversation, we see that there is clearly some, Victoria is not a 100% an evil person, or maybe she is, but it seemed like she did, I don't know, like David and feels bad about that. Either she liked David
1: and she... Or she just feels guilty. Or, no, I'm saying, or maybe the whole point was that she lured him in to really get in. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just I'm thinking just well, about all these different but what she options. reminds
0: me of is sort of Cersei Lannister. It's like we hate her and we know she's a bad person, but we see her side as well. We see her reasoning. And I think that's what's fun about this show is that we don't just get Emily's point of view.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, you, well, so far we've gotten. Pretty much just Emily, Emily... and,
0: and, uh, I wanted to call her Cersei for a second. And Victoria. And Victoria. I think that's um, all that from this first episode did we see anything from lydia or uh, well i guess Not jack's really. point of view maybe
1: oh a little bit with the dad and the boat that was jack's, about it uh, the sister i mean i guess they've kind of showed they'll, they'll go into each character i think they probably show their side
0: and and i like i like these this flashback and format i think some of it's a little bit cheesy just emily's narration at the beginning we usually get a quote or something from emily and, and this this episode here, let me just read what it said right at the beginning of the episode. It said, When I was a little girl, my understanding of revenge was as simple as the Sunday school proverbs it hid behind. Neat little morality slogans like, do unto others, and two rights don't make a, two wrongs don't make a right, sorry. <laughs> but two wrongs can never make a right, because two wrongs can never equal each other. For the truly wronged, real satisfaction can only be found in one of two places, absolute forgiveness or moral vindication. This is not a story about forgiveness.
1: <laughs> Hinting that, she's going get-
0: indication. Yeah, and and I like that they up front say it, it reminds me of um 500 Days of Summer where at the very beginning they say oh, this is this not is not a love story. story. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of right. It's like they tell you this is not a story about forgiveness well,
1: and yet uh, no duh, the title is revenge. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> but no, I, I like it. I like it. I, and I like this that is not a story I like that but at the end they do a similar narration where she's talking about, you know, People say that revenge is cold, but it could be as warm
1: as a bowl of soup.
0: (laughs) And I'm like, okay, come on now.
1: I Um, think this intro, this pilot episode, really hooked me. I, I remember years ago, when I first watched I was like, oh my gosh. I need to show the family, Mary, Mom and Dad. Need to show you guys the first episode. I just thought it was awesome.
0: I think so, too. And I don't really normally get into liking some of the shows I think sometimes when you you hear oh it's about the Hamptons about rich people you think oh it's gonna be trashy or whatever or you know a a soap opera
1: but I you know this is more of
0: a suspense drama
1: yeah I agree and it was unique in the time I feel like there wasn't that many shows like that out there
0: not as many I'm trying to think of what I was watching around the same time was because Gilmore Girls was probably already done Smallville was done
1: I mean, I guess it's kind of like what we said before, Pretty Little Liars, but still, it's like the grown up version of that.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not with, Well, and, and one of the things about having it set in the Hamptons is that they have unlimited resources. You know, they've got money, they can do these huge uh-huh. events. What,
1: what, uh, where did this air on? I think it was ABC. Well, ABC Family did Pretty Little Liars. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not. I think it was sure ABC. Was it. I, I think, think it was ABC.
1: Right, yeah. But.
0: Well, anyway, that was pretty much it for the first uh, episode of the show. Kind of jumped
1: around. A little bit, but, people and...
0: but I think that, you know, it was kind of an introductory episode. You meet a lot of people and you kind of see what format the show might follow in terms of taking, crossing people off that picture or uh-huh. going after people, at you know, one at a time. And we know that there's going to be seeds of a romance between Emily and, and uh, Daniel because we know that eventually mm-hmm. it's going to get to their engagement,
1: so. Yeah, I like... Stories, which I guess most shows do this. There's like a whole big picture, um, like the what underlying story, but then each episode is broken up by little sub stories. Right, so you can kind of like, you don't 100 percent
0: have to watch every single episode.
1: Well, you're gonna straight miss a lot, though. Through. No, I mean you should, but it, I just like how this whole episode was targeting Lydia but then you can also see how every little thing does it's eventually
0: of- going to come between her, it's a battle between her and the Graysons and more importantly her and Victoria dun, dun, dun. Yeah. well you can feel free to send us comments and questions uh, either on the comment se- section of our website or at our twitter Kowski cast that's Cal with a k k
1: and uh we would love to hear your questions so we can talk about them for our next episode And we would really appreciate five-star ratings and reviews on iTunes if you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, That's really the best way for people to find our show in the future.
0: Plus, it makes us happy. (laughs) And you want to make us happy. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, Okay, everyone, that's all for this week's episode. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next Monday for our rewatch of episode two. For now, we're the Kowski sisters. See
1: you later.